0: rest of the spiel and then we can talk a little bit more about why it won't work (laughs) (laughs) So, so so now that we've won the championship in uh in d4 and it sounds like made zero money because we had to travel somewhere that isn't rochester for basically the same amount of money as we win our budget explodes so we're going from d4 was 15k basically not to flex, but I could run that off my credit card if I had to. To uh, <laughs> D3, the budget is a million dollars. Um, we know from that's probably a little low for D3. We know from some of the numbers. Well, look, FCU's that, talk, I mean, of-
1: Nick, is that accurate? Would you say if you had to jump from UPSL to even just let, let's just say at the lower end of D3, that would put it, no offense, but NISA how much like sponsorship or new ownership money would have to come in to make that work.
2: I think a million is realistic. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So uh,
2: pretty pretty close. Yeah. I think that that sounds about right.
0: Yeah. Uh, I
2: don't know for sure, but that's, that's would have been my guess as well. About a million.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, FCU's this year is 850 K from their website. And we know they've decreased a little bit, just not having some of the startup costs they had last year. Um, that that is, I I would say for Nisa MLS Next Pro, it's probably accurate. For USL League One, it's, I'm sure that some league, some teams like, some teams where you have to you have to take a plane trip everywhere are probably spending more than that. Um, so going over a little bit more of the the issues that we have. So last year we had we had, as Nick said. Two two half seasons that were didn't take up the entire year. Now we're playing from February to September. We also have from four four months from winning the championship to now setting up an entire entirely new team in entirely new division. It can't be downplayed how much work that is. We saw last year how much of an issue that became for both local teams uh, in the D three divisions, and. You just you need someone who has that money. So we brought in a new owner because they have a million dollars that they're willing to just plop down. They'll make it back throughout the year because we're living in a fantasy land where um, owners in D three make money, and we also need a new stadium. So as as we've we've heard over the years, there's for D three or D five D four. There's a lot of different. A, a lot of varying requirements. Um, NPSL, at one point, you didn't even need lights in your stadium. And now we need lights. We uh,
1: need- okay. Nick, Nick, were you part of the team during that? The whole Ann Arbor debacle with the Lancers where they didn't have uh, lights at their stadium?
2: No. Just um, after? Okay. Um, uh, yeah, that was after, after I had left. Um, I mean, I, 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 they require, because I know that, that wasn't a requirement before. I don't know if it because of that they changed it in MPSL. I'm not sure. I know UPSL. You don't. They highly encourage having lights, but it's, it's not a requirement. in
1: <laughs> right. UPSL. Yeah. That was. I'm not going to press you too much on the details <laughs> of that, but basically, it was. It was like middle of the rhinos' first hiatus. Um. Oh, I remember. I
2: remember the situation. I, I watched the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> it
1: was so. I guess my understanding is that. Uh, It was I think it was a playoff game and the Rochester Lancers and MPSL had to travel to FC Ann Arbor and a whole bunch of malarkey happened. I I don't want to say anything specific because I don't know, but it came down to the game got too late. They didn't have lights at the stadium (coughs) and then yada, yada, yada a coin flip was offered as a solution to who would win the game. That didn't land the way whoever proposed it thought it was exactly. going to land. And then they had to replay the game in between the two th- in Cleveland. I think it was. And then yeah, the Lancers well, ended up winning. I
2: could, yeah. I can tell you how, it, um, basically. Okay.
1: How it transpired. Yeah.
2: So the Ann Arbor team wanted to kick off at four o'clock and, Um, Lancer said, no, that was too early. And they said, well, Hey, if there's a weather delay or something, we don't have lights, you know, something could happen. They're like, no. So, okay, well we have a backup plan just in case there's something wrong. We have an indoor facility down the street. If there is like a weather, you know, delay, we can, if we get in half the game, you know, we can finish it up in, in the indoor facility. And Lancer said, no. All right, fine. So they kick off at six o'clock. So what happens? Game kicks off at six o'clock. I think they get about forty minutes in thunderstorm. <laughs> they had to delay the game. So now, uh, when it gets back to you know Thunder's lightning, lightning storm, uh, it clears up. Um, they're able to finish the game until about the seventieth like minute, and it's tied. Mm-hmm. And now they don't have the option of playing the rest of the game because it's nighttime. Um, they already refused the indoor. So what the Lancers proposed was, Hey, let's do penalty kicks. The other team was like, no, we don't want to do penalty kicks. Um, I believe a coin toss was thrown out there. Um, I'm not, I'm not 100% positive, but I know penalty kick was thrown out. It there. was,
1: it was but thrown out it there. It got
2: to the point yeah. where it can't be resolved because it was nighttime. So Lancers went back home. These guys, whatever, stayed home. <laughs> Um, And then the league decided a few days later because this was a a playoff game and whoever won this game got to the Midwest uh, semifinals, which was being played in Detroit. So they met in Erie, Pennsylvania, with both teams being prepared to, hey, if we win, we're going straight to Detroit after Hickory. So Lancers brought all their stuff um, and they made them. Uh, Replayed the last 20 minutes of the game. So, whatever part portion of the game wasn't played. Um, and the funny thing is, it ended up being tied and it ended up going to penalty kicks. <laughs> uh, and then the, the Lancers won in penalty kicks, and then they went straight from there to Detroit to play in the um, Midwest uh, semifinals. And Ann Arbor had to drive all the way back home to Ann Arbor.
1: <laughs> yep. The, the magic of the lower leagues. Yeah. In a nutshell, right there. Well, so what I wanted to bring up, though, was that a good example of a team that did actually go from UPSL up to that D3 level was, I believe, Maryland Bobcats came from UPSL, who's in Nisa now. And kind of a way, I guess, they skirted that facility um, money sink was they use a public facility. Uh, the whatever complex they play at out there. So it's, it's owned by the County or the city or whatever, wherever it is. So they're essentially tenants there. So they don't have to worry about facilities. And then player wise, I'm not exactly sure how they upgraded their roster or if they just carried over their same guys and got lucky and had some, some good scouting, but they're kind of often pegged as the team, to emulate going from that UPSL level up to a fully professional league.
2: I think the best example is Detroit city FC. Well,
1: That's another one. Right.
2: And they're in the USL championship, but see, that's something that that wasn't forced because they never won. They never won the MPSL. They never got promoted. It just went. And from like, I don't know, through the, like, I guess lack of soccer in Detroit, there wasn't other options.
1: Well, yeah, they're the only show, merch. really, yeah.
2: Marketing geniuses, they were drawing five, six, seven thousand 7,000 people to MPSL games, and they helped through the league. So now, here's the thing, where if there was promotion relegation, they would still be stuck in the MPSL.
1: Right, of, of course.
2: Because they were never, they never won it, or they were never...
1: I'm well, who, honestly, I mean, that was them. years ago, so we we don't know where they would be at now. But I I see what they you're saying.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they might have gotten better players, but let's let's just say it. let's assume that the, the time when they moved up from MPSL to NISA, they didn't get promoted. It wasn't because of their performance, and they were always good on the field. They were they always had a good team, but they never were like the top. I think I want to say they made the final four maybe one or two times. So, I don't know, if you promoted three teams, maybe they would have gotten promoted. But what, what did it for them was they, they showed that off of the field that they were able to, mm-hmm. uh, to to handle it, and now they're all the way up to the USL Championship. To me, that's that's crazy that you start from an MPSL team to make it to the second tier of right. uh, soccer. Well,
1: all I think a big part of that, too, is like you could say, like, okay, yeah, in a pro-rail system... They wouldn't have done it, but it seems to me like when you do all that off the field stuff, you raise the money, they did the fan ownership thing. You could say what you want about fan ownership, but they would have event. If you extrapolate their trajectory, I guess they would have been able to probably afford a little bit better players. I think they would have been able to be promoted from MPSL. They went into NISA um, they won NISA multiple times, so they definitely would have been promoted. And I, it's just that small little window there of, can we get these better players? And it might not have even come down to money because it, it didn't. I think they just had the the right scouting for, for the time. And then everything just fell into place perfectly to be able to do that without Rel. But I do think they probably would have been able to in a pro rail system. I don't think it would have hindered them specifically.
2: Yeah. And I'll tell you like at, at the UPSL level or the MPSL level, or even USL two, um, to make a run for the national title. One, you need a lot of luck. You need the ball to bounce your way. Uh, two, your team's got to stay healthy. You got to have a healthy roster. So you got to have a deep roster and three, you got to have, yeah, you do have to have a good roster. You got to, have the, the right players but you can have all the best players but if you got guys that are like either injured or just like not available or um you know hopefully you, you run into a team that's having maybe their best guys don't show up Because it's single elimination you're playing the games in, in like a weekend anything can happen you know and if you're one of the teams that has to travel cross-country you know it's, it comes out to
1: luck sometimes. All right. Yeah. Or you got to be like Chelsea and have 31 guys on the roster
0: and then just give them a take. So everyone's homegrown. So I, I think that's a good segue back to the, uh, the D3 discussions. So going back over. So we're last talking about the, the expenses and your sponsors just need to go up. So let's say last season, a sponsor is paying 2k for naming rights or something like that. That's probably going to go up to 10 to hundred K, which in four months, that's, that's very difficult to get and travel's the big killer. So most of the D five and especially D four are fairly regional. So you're, you're, you're able to drive and, if we're talking about a nationwide D three league, that's not going to happen. So you're going to fly. And I know in 2021 with some of the NISA issues that were happening with flights, quotes of 30,000 per game were getting thrown out, which I think is a little, I feel like there's cheaper ways of doing that. So let's just say it's 15 K per game. That's still your entire salary last year or your entire budget last year for one flight to a game that you don't make money on. The other issue that we talked about a little bit was how are you going to pay for all this? The league isn't going to suddenly give you all of this. So you need a new owner to come in. Expenses are going to start, real expenses are going to start a lot earlier in the previous season. And it's going to happen almost immediately. This is why pro leagues D3, D2, and D1 have relatively high ownership requirements that ProREL doesn't require and that isn't required when you have ProREL. Um, because it's just assumed that you can do it. There's also the issue of just getting players. You're in four months, getting an entire entirely new roster is going to be a huge problem. Um, you're not gonna be able to find that from You're not going to be able to find an entire squad of local players in 2024, 2025 that you were able to find in the past. Um, We have seen it a little bit with Sigma FC went up to Canadian Premier League Division One, and most of those players were whichever league Sigma was in, and they've basically won everything in Canada for the last four years. They still brought in foreign players. They still brought in other players. Um, So the there's a lot of assumptions. There's a lot of requirements here of how we get there. The ticket, just to go over a little bit of the numbers. So last season we were at 15k for everything, which is basically most of that was the field. Um,
2: Also, um, if you're talking. Um, you're doing a spring and a fall season. I would say the 15k would be realistic for one of the seasons. Gotcha. So um, I wouldn't necessarily double it, but I would probably say closer to 25k if you were doing both. And then if you're doing playoffs, then you add add on to it. So 15k will get you through like the spring.
0: Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So so from the income we're looking at 400k on tickets, 100k in merch, food concessions um and sponsorship is making up the other 500k. So we're not making money, but we're not we're not losing it. But that's that's a big If you've seen any of the teams last season in D3 locally, 400k in tickets was probably six times what they got individually um, if if that. So that's a huge ask. Merchandise we all saw what happened with both teams. Food we I don't think either team made anything on food and sponsorship they may have made half. So th- there's a lot of lost money here. but in the interest of moving this along, um, we somehow we got a competitive team and just like last year we won so now we're in d2 end
2: of part two